that's what they did. But Ashanti didn't make one... you come back. No. <laughs> See my days are cool without you. <laughs> no, I uh, I couldn't. Plus, then I I heard that you know she sacrificed herself for no reason. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit pissed me off. Let's not relive that. Let's just move on. Oh, Lord. Okay, okay. My bad, my bad, my bad. Be thankful, be thankful. I'm sorry. <laughs> it's a beautiful day in November, and we're back with Bitch I Ain't Scared. I'm your lousy fool, Nate. I'm Rob, the scholar. How you doing, Rob? Doing as best as can be, really. It feels like a long time since we had an episode, even though it's only been two weeks. But it feels a little longer for some reason. Maybe it's just been busy. But yeah, glad to be back in November. It's the time change. That could be it, too. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, I, I think I feel you. I feel you on that. It's been like. It feels like it's been a long time has passed, but I don't know. November, it's a time warp. Uh, speaking of November, I don't know. How do you transition from October into November? Like, what do you do? I don't necessarily get into a lot of the November things. So it's just a matter of, did I actually take advantage of October? And then mm. if not... It's it's pretty much the same month to me because yeah. here there's no change in the leaves and whatnot. And as far as anything like on TV or anything, it seems very standard. October releases all the scary stuff and then we get into Christmas. I still have yet to hear Mariah Carey yet. So November's just kind of November. Yeah, that's true. I haven't heard her either. I've seen a lot of this mcdonald's nonsense like, i know i don't know what that is i haven't looked into it i i i can't i shan't i don't think it's <laughs> i don't think it's something i need to know about yeah uh, also forgive me i sound like a banshee but yeah it's that time of year where we live in los angeles and some days it's 59 degrees and then suddenly it's 90 so there's that yeah, my body loves it. <laughs> well, your body's going to love trivia even more. I have a question Ooh. for you. Yeah. I think you'll get this one. We'll see if uh, the listeners who are tuning in this week will get this one. In Frankenstein 1931, Ooh. what is the first name of Dr. Frankenstein? Oh, okay. Okay. All right. So yeah, we'll come back to that at the end of the episode. Think about it, look it up, see if Nate gets it, play along, never know. I think I've only seen one full-length Frankenstein movie. Anything else, he's just part of the cast. But as far as it focusing just on him, or it, or him, one movie, that's it. Which one? Uh, Mary Shelley's. I mean, my generation. Oh, from That's from ninety four. De Niro. Whatever year. Uh huh. Okay. That's okay. the only one. I kind of wanted to watch Victor. 
Is that the is that the one that I'm thinking oh, about? With, Victor uh, Frankenstein with Harry Potter. Yeah, <laughs> with with Daniel. Yeah, I, I might have tried. I was kind of interested, but I was like, oh, whatever. So, but everything else, it was you know side character. Okay. Okay. Well, I have a I have a great guess, and if it's wrong, that's dumb. So you got into the holiday spirit and decided to watch some Thanksgiving horror films. I've watched one. It's, you know, been on my mind since I realized it was an actual thing. And I, I, I fucking watched it. Let me tell you. I think it was maybe two years ago, maybe three, but I think two years ago when I discovered this and had no idea, but I was so adamant about finding one. I would watch mm-hmm. anything. I didn't care what it was. And there were like one or two scenes that I kind of saw in a, like a meme that mm-hmm. I was like, oh, it's involved with this movie. Okay, then now I have something to look forward to. This movie, I cannot. Uh, so I watched Blood Rage. And wow. Yeah, it's it's extremely violent. Uh, it's a... Uh, I don't even know what vibe I got from it. Like, was it 80s? Sure, but not... I don't know. It wasn't like an 80s movie to me. It was It was so bizarre. Um, like, the back and forth between him killing people, you know, it, it was almost like when I'm watching Michael Myers, like, walk up behind people and kill them. And it's like, there's not a lot of suspense. It's like, you know, he's going to kill them. And it's it's pretty, pretty quick. Um, it's very violent, but, you know, it's over and done with pretty quick. There's not a lot of buildup or suspense. But the mom, all the scenes with her, it was like half the movie was about her just being this wacky I don't even know what she was doing like in her voice I I kind of sound like her right now oh god oh please oh oh like that's that's her the entire movie and I was it a comedy was it supposed to be like she's sitting like when when we got to that fridge scene where she's just sitting on the ground just like digging in with her hands like eating the green beans and then she won't stop drinking the wine, but she's somehow still awake. And I'm like, this bitch is drunk out of her mind. Why is she still a central part of this plot? Uh, I could not tell you at all what the message was or the point or anything <laughs> like that. I think some horror movies don't necessarily try and scare you or make you have nightmares at night. But I think sometimes a director will feel that they kind of just want to creep you out. You know, that there are people out in the world that exist like this, you know, and you're witnessing a lot of quote unquote horrific things that people go through, especially those with like heavy ass trauma and mental health. There is horror in that. Not to say that this is a depiction of like the real world or anything like that. That's the only thing that I can think of. Except maybe that movies back then were greenlit for the fuck of it. And that's what yeah. they did is he yeah. just wanted to create a really fucked up world 
where all of this crap happens with no consequence. And the horror of it all was just that insane violence. I mean, you got to give it up to the makeup. At least the practical effects I thought were great, given what, you know, they chose to show in this movie. But uh, no, they did a great job. It's it's very graphic, <laughs> it, but it is a wacky movie. I will never in my life choose to watch this again, but I am so glad that I watched it. I'm so glad that I saw mm-hmm. it. I can say that there is an authentic horror movie surrounded by Thanksgiving and I'm cool with that but too bad they didn't talk about the holiday more they didn't like use it more yeah. in the plot. it just kind of took place around that yeah. time and I think that's okay I, there are other movies that we can go around and talk about if it's an authentic Christmas movie because either it took place but had nothing to do with the plot so yeah you know, there are no rules that says what an authentic horror movie is that involves Thanksgiving. Unless you're dealing with a killer turkey, I don't think I think it's anybody's guess, really, right? Oh, Lord. <laughs> now tell everybody uh, where you found Blood Rage in case they want to check it out for themselves. It's on Tubi. Tubi. Tubi always yeah. comes through. I love it. Tubi. I love Tubi. I like all these free things, you know, Tubi. Pluto. You find some hidden gems, man. Like, don't yeah. don't knock the channel, especially if it's free. Yeah. I mean, look, it's like there's going to be some commercials. It's fine. I don't see anybody like subscribing to Tubi for <laughs> commercial free. <laughs> but yeah, man. And plus, look, it's it's not all bad. I I, I think I enjoyed the main character's performance because he's playing twins, so um, he's a total douchebag as the killer. But you know, he's was. Was there a scene that stood out to you so much? You're like, oh, you're about to watch Blood Rage, that scene. And you just like think about it. Was there anything in there like that? Like, was there like a kill or a moment or like, I don't know. I'm just I'm wondering if there was like a scene like that in there. I mean, well, when he killed his his psychiatrist, yeah. What did he do? Uh, Remind me, because I don't remember half this movie. <laughs> so, I mean, she's out in the woods looking for the twin who's innocent, the one who's been locked up for 10 years, but they still think it's him. But they're all very, like, casual about it. Like, oh, I don't even remember his name now. Oh, Todd. Todd. Todd, come out. Todd. And it's like, you guys think that he killed someone brutally, and you're just, like, acting like he's a puppy. But anyway, so the actual Terry, I think that's the crazy one. He comes with the machete and she sees him. And she's like, oh, oh, oh. And like, it doesn't show anything. It's like, oh, okay. He kills her off screen. Nothing happens. But then they come back to it like two minutes later. And she's still alive. But she's been cut in half. Okay. So she's on the ground and her torso, she's like, oh, oh, oh like flailing <laughs> around. And I'm not really exaggerating. This is what she's like, oh. Like, and I, I was, I knew I was, I was in it then. Like there was no going back (laughs) for that. I mean, there were a couple of kills and they were, they were violent, you know, they were bloody, but this one, I was like, why, why did they do this? (laughs) Why is she still alive? That's, that's totally fair. Uh... I, I I wish that I could remember a lot of this movie. I watched it again once and I just kind of moved on. 
But if you think this movie was out there, let me tell you, if you wanted to watch a horror movie in regard to anything related to food, because Thanksgiving, you think about the food, you're not going to watch anything crazier than Blood Diner. Have you heard of Blood Diner? Yeah, I think I've heard of this. Two brothers run a diner. I want to say it was left to them after their parents died. I forget. One of them's crazy as fuck, but they decide to get into the business of like either cooking animals or people. I can't remember what it was and serving it <laughs> to the. But that movie is wackadoodle. You thought these people went out of their way to just be like, fuck it. Blood Diner is insane, but apparently oh, no. it is one of those movies that every horror fan has seen. And man, I can't believe how crazy this shit was. Uh, I want to say that it's currently on Hulu right now, but I'm sure it's on other stuff. Do check that out if you want to go even further than Blood Rage. Wow. All right. I'll, uh, we'll see. We'll see what the next couple of weeks brings. <laughs> <laughs> so real quick, while I'm stuffing my face... I just thought I would give thanks to a couple of things that I noticed on the old Insta, you know, and recently I started following someone and I believe it's a he, but he, you know, he's brought me some joy. His name is Scream for Ghosty, at Scream for Ghosty, and so far in all of his videos and pictures, he dresses up as Ghostface. And makes a lot of random videos. And um, I think I sent you the one where it's like, you know, you invite someone over to watch scary movies. And he's like, this looks pretty good. And then it's like, why are your clothes off? Oh, and, that was okay. Because he was dressed yeah. up as Ghostface. So, yeah. okay. I did. I do remember that one. Yeah. And it tickled me. Because I just, you know, I always want to watch scary movies with people. It's like, you're the only person that I don't have to, like, beg and plead. But everyone else, it's like. Uh, I don't want to watch it or you know some random it's like they think it's like Netflix and chill and it's like no I want to watch a scary movie actually I didn't want to like get naked but okay I don't want to get off too off topic because I I'm sure you want to you know talk about these guys I actually checked out the page it does seem like it's really cool uh but when it comes to that you try and invite, you know, people, well, I should say guys, because I'm being very specific with this particular situation, but you had just mentioned <laughs> most of them use it as an opportunity for Netflix and chill or whatever. And maybe it's in general, or maybe it's just when it's horror movies. But like when you are trying to like watch a horror movie with someone and then they try and flip the script and, you know, try and like mess around or whatever during the movie, like, does that turn you off to them as a person? because they can't get what a horror movie watch or do you think it's like case by case or does not matter? Like what is your ideal when you want to like, Hey, let's watch a horror movie together. Like, do you want to sit there and watch fuck before fuck after, but don't touch me during this movie. We're watching it. No, it's fine. Okay. I mean, it's just part of life now. I, I know that most people don't, most people that I encounter do not enjoy horror movies. I mean, all of my, boyfriends have not been into scary movies um so yeah my last relationship anytime i put on a scary movie it would pretty we would not 
make it through the entire movie. He would, you know, find a way to distract me. <laughs> and, you know, we would end up in the bedroom, um, which is great. Hey, I mean, like Phil said in Scream 2, scary movies are good foreplay. Um, but, you know, I, I always do want to try and finish the movie. It's just that, you know, people are scared, so they they don't want to watch. And I guess I have to respect that. <laughs> do you have a do you have a preference? I mean, in your perfect world, would you rather them get into it with you or it's 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 not a disrespect to you as a horror fan to be like, eh, I don't want to watch it. Let's fuck. I mean, you know, they they do try at least, I guess. Or yeah, like my my exes, they at least try. They let me put the movie on and they watch a, a good portion of it. <laughs> so I can't complain. It's fair. I was put into that situation once, and I'm sure I can think of multiple other times. It didn't necessarily always lead to sex, but there would be times where they clearly agreed to watch it with me when they weren't interested at all. So I think it's just the fuckboy mentality of just saying yes to whatever. While I'm sure it's, in other words, they're probably just being nice and, you know, kind of getting over there. But if they honestly had no intentions of, like, watching the movie... I would have just not suggested it and say we hook up and you can leave. Like, here's the thing. I would not ask you to watch a movie if I didn't want to spend time with you. Mm -hmm. Put it that way. So if you really just want to hook up, I strongly suggest not trying to spend quality time with me. Let's just do the deed and then you can go. Um, that That's just me. But I've tried to show horror movies to some people and in the past. And for the most part, they can make it through the movie, but there have been some who have tried to like either act bored or can we finish this later? I'm just like the hell we can't. And <laughs> trust me, this will be our last date. Damn it. <laughs> but no, nope, I, I respect the game. It's all good. Uh, I just prefer somebody just be like, let's just have sex before or after, but during the movie, let's just watch it, you know? Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, if someone is just like trying to, not watch the movie or i don't know if they when someone is scared it's a little different i get it it's like you're you're scared you don't want to sit through this movie and you would much rather like you know do something else <laughs> i get it i get it um yeah but ah it's fine speaking of scream 2 there's another person from Instagram who I think is, you know, pretty amazing. I've been following him. His name is Mariano Matos Art. And I, I don't know where he's from. I think he's from somewhere in South America, maybe. But he makes a lot of horror art. Um, and, you know, it's beautiful. It's like oil paint. That's what it looks like. And, you know, I'm a sucker for that. Um, old school, like, movie posters. And he recently made a Scream 2 um poster so i'm gonna have to like you know come up with 55 dollars because it's beautiful and uh i need it <laughs> yeah so. i checked out the art and it does look really well i i don't want to say it's similar to cavity colors but i get the same vibe when i look at mm -hmm. his artwork so far that's on his page mm -hmm. but uh definitely check it out i i checked out a few posts on there and, and he does great work and the detail in his characters 
I think that he chose, you know, for the poster I thought was really cool with that particular one. Yeah, no, just like the little, like the flying uh, ghost face dummies from the theater scene. I was like, that's really cool. I liked how he, he layered everything in and, and yes, it's very reminiscent of, uh, of the artist or one of the artists from Cavity Colors, Devin Whitehead. He's also very talented and I love his work. It's like, uh, I keep finding these artists who are so talented and they make such beautiful work and I can't afford all of it. I can't afford most of it. Um, a lot of people are trying to get me on this like money's no object tip. And I'm like, that's so wonderful that you are so wealthy <laughs> or, or you have created this mentality of like, I'm, I'm wealthy and I have everything I need. And it's like, you know, I, I want to be like that. I do. But I also just need to pay my bills. So I got to, I don't know. I have to like manifest this abundance, abundance, abundance in November. Yes. We give thanks for abundance. <laughs> what do you think the average horror fans horror budget is? God, you know, do you think there's any bounds or I should, should a horror fan have a set budget monthly? I kind of feel like most of these horror fans work in it or some bullshit. So they're making like ducats and you know, they don't have like, to make a budget, huh? They don't. I don't think they do. You know, whenever I see these pictures of people's like, I, I don't know. It's like their, their viewing room or like their, their man cave. And it's like, they have just, wall full of like all kinds of collectibles and i'm like you know i don't even need or want all of that i really don't but i'm like oh my god i kind of get jealous off that i feel i don't feel less of a horror fan because i don't have it i think it's just yeah. more of like i want to i want to feel what he's feeling like he loves horror that much to be into that like he must just be in a high just being able to collect that stuff appreciate it you know, I have a few posters that I want to hang on a wall that, you know, are from a horror film. But mm -hmm. that to me, I just like, man, he really they I shouldn't say he they should yeah. are just feel like, man, I, I would love to have that type of like passion for 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 that genre. I you have the passion, Rob. You have the passion. It's just the in the that particular yeah, that yeah in that particular <laughs> sort of like thing. But that's the thing though. It's like for me, let's say I didn't have a budget, like I would probably focus more on owning the movies that I want versus sort of mm -hmm. the collectibles that mm -hmm. you find in most of these posts and pictures and stuff. Um, I think I'm really good about like I would probably get a lot of collectors like bundles of those movies i wouldn't try and buy like each individual one mm. that's kind of where like i just bought that big giant jason friday the 13th one that came out from shout factory oh okay that whole set like that that's where i like to put my horror money to uh yeah. sometimes if i go to like an expo or something i would get some really creative artwork that i saw that i think is awesome and uh you know, an action figure here and there. Do I want to spend the money to meet people? I don't know if I'm there yet. But I that's due to funds. It's has it's nothing of lack of like, do I not want to meet them? It's just I kind of want to invest more into like what I have like at my own home versus just meeting somebody for like a two second hi, how are you? You know? So yeah. 
but man, but yeah, I I really give it to those to those horror fans who really put a lot of work in their collection and what they enjoy. So, no, it's nice. I I I don't think I aspire to have that much because sometimes it is for me i'm like whoa that's a lot in one room (laughs) that's a lot but it's cool um i just i can't afford it right now um but you know what pretty soon next time you come over rob i i will have a little uh a little setup it'll it'll be cute you'll uh you'll be jealous (laughs) I'm sure I will. (laughs) So just off the top of your head, if you could possibly answer this question, I was trying to think of it myself, but in the vein of like this, like screen, the TV series. And now that we have uh, Chucky on USA, is there a horror movie out there that you would love to see a series based story told from it? What would what would be good for the long game? I kind of feel like, hmm, yeah, the fog. I feel like the fog deserves another go, and especially with all these like slow burn series that they've been putting out, I think the fog would be great, and I think the fog could actually be scary. Uh, you know, I like the original Fog for what it is. I, I don't know. A lot of people, maybe they don't. But I think it's creepy. I think just the concept, the everything that they did in the original, I enjoyed for the most part. Uh, like the Fog effects. And you never really see the creepy sailors. You never really see them. But I think that could be a, a good episodic. Not necessarily, I don't know if it would be great as a multi season but i think they could do one season and it would be great so i guess maybe a mini series <laughs> like a eight eight episodes and that's it that's all we get i i had some really high hopes with the mist unfortunately people didn't mm. gravitate to that one it definitely was a bit slow uh but I mean, I, I think, again, for the long run, if, especially if a movie involves so many characters in a town, there's so much story and material that you can use in, in a series like that. And I just mm-hmm. it just sucks that it did not work. Uh, I do enjoy the angle of using an entire town in Chucky the way that they're trying to, like, build character development and and sort of the method and madness that chucky is using to kill his victims and whatnot but i mean it's still a little it's a bit centralized with the number of characters of course but again anybody in this small town can be affected by chucky's reign so i don't mind that i so far i think it's it's doing a, a wonderful job uh i don't know i for me i enjoy those type of films or series that sort of like takes place within a day or night and Uh i've seen a couple of those horror and non-horror and 24 being the obvious example where literally a series or one season is a day so Mm -hmm. i mean there Mm -hmm. are lots of horror films that i would love to see be made into a series but one in particular is one of my favorites that i think would be so hilarious 
is Tucker and Dale versus Evil. I would love to see a series of that. <laughs> Only because I really enjoy the actors who play them. But I okay. think I think the friendship between the two of them, I think would be a really cool concept to just kind of see who they are and have their friendship grow. But then again, encountering all of these kids who one by one continuously kill themselves by accident, making it look like them. I mean, in, in an episodic way, I think that would be a lot of fun. I'm sure I can think of like other ideas or whatnot, but if I had to pick a movie like right now, I think a horror comedy would be a fun, fun series, 10 episodes and whatnot. So yeah, does, I feel. does it have to play out the exact story played in the movie? No, but I just think the concept of it all and the confusion, the mistaken identity. And again, just watching these two just live their lives, I think would be hilarious. I don't think there's been any horror comedy shows yet besides uh, Scream Queens, I guess, which I never laughed some would say h-a-h-s is a horror comedy <laughs> huh yeah maybe some yeah some of the seasons are definitely like a little quirkier than others uh. i don't know how i feel about this i think the trailer looks exciting i guess but how do you feel about the new Resident Evil, Rob? Because I think that train left my station a long time ago. This is totally fair. What has me very excited about it, and I am excited about it, is that it is an improvement for me being closer mm. to the game, which is what I wanted. So I, my hype is up there um, versus how I felt back in the day when it first came out. I love the little nuances that it is throwing at you with the game. I'm not a connoisseur on this franchise, so I may miss a lot of Easter eggs. I don't know if they're even going to follow the exact outline of the first game. I think it's a combination of the first two is what they're doing. Mm -hmm. But I think they are paying more attention to detail with how... Uh, isolated they were in the mansion which is what i had wanted in the first one but without all of the technology and the sub basement area that they were fucking around with i wanted them to navigate this house maybe do a puzzle or two and then fuck with some zombies you know um <laughs> i know i'm not gonna get my diamond key and my heart key it's fine i i get it they're not gonna give it to me it's whatever but i think they're paying attention now to the special details that made resident evil so popular as far as the game and again until that franchise scares me more than the game y'all ain't shit so i had a lot of fun with the original resident evil franchise i think this one's going to be more horrific than action but we'll see i you know some of these remakes of these uh, resident evil games have turned more into this action or i shouldn't say turn more because they are just redoing it it's the same thing but um it suddenly kind of became less about the zombies and sort of the terror. And then it just became how mutated can we get these monsters to be, which then turns into this like action, like adventure. That's just kind of how I see it. The horror element is still there, but I hope to get some really creepy terror in this one. So I'm still down. Yeah. Well, I think it looks better than the other movies and, I think I've said before, I never played 
all the games. I think I played one game. I played the game with the dogs crashing through the window, which, hey. If I don't get that goddamn scene, I'm going to scream. But it's whatever. But I need that scene. (laughs) They're they're in the movie, I think. (laughs) I know. Well, I did see that. See, but that's the thing. I want, I I seriously want, I want to be in this theater. And I want um, Robbie O'Mell to just go through a random door. And then he turns around and the camera just shows this long corridor. And when you see this corridor, you know exactly which hallway it is. And I want the audience to go fucking crazy because they know what's about to go down. And then he just slowly creeps and them shits burst through the window. That's what I want. I want (laughs) that moment. And hopefully they give it to me. Otherwise, I'm just going to have to try and film something like that myself because I need it to exist. This is the scariest shit in the world and they don't put it in the movie. Why? It was it was terrifying. I remember that moment. It was I, scary. I pulled that controller cord out of the socket. I could have broke the cord. I mean, honestly, that shit. My brother was waiting. He was like, this is the moment. He took a step back and watched me just go through the motions. And I like cursed in front of him for the first time because I was scared. It made me jump so um, loud. And I was like, oh, my God, I just cursed in front of him. Man, if they had had social media back then, you would right? have been sensation. Oh, yeah, for sure. And you know, shout out to the uh, the cast. Um, I appreciate old girl Kaya Scodelario. Hopefully, I said her name correctly. But you know, I like it when people do more horror. You know, they didn't get jaded after one film or whatever. And I mean, I don't know if Maze Runner counts, but you know, she did those as well. So you know, she she has a at least some sort of an appreciation for the genre. It's not about the check. <laughs> so in this movie, we're getting uh, Leon Kennedy, who I believe doesn't show up until the fourth one. I'm so sorry if that's wrong, but that's when I remember him showing up as far as getting his own game. But Leon Kennedy is in this first one. Now, the director went on to say that he would love to make a spinoff movie focusing on Resident Evil 4, which stars mm. Leon Kennedy. So I wonder... If they'll use the current Leon Kennedy that they've casted, meaning we don't have to worry about him, or will they just do an alternate universe uh, and have it star Leon Kennedy? Who's also played by the delicious Ivan Jogia. I don't know oh, how to say his name either. So but delicious. So fucking yeah. delicious. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah. I was like, they got, you know, they got some people in this movie that I recognize. Um What's his name from Umbrella Academy? You know, peeped him. Mm-hmm. So, I guess I should be respectful. <laughs> Tom Hopper, that's his name. Uh, but, you know, yeah. And old girl, Ghost from Ant-Man and Wasp. Um, Hannah John Kamen, you know, she's playing Jill Valentine. So, yeah, I think I think it'll be, it'll be fun. Um, and, yeah, I think... When those original movies came out, me not knowing a whole lot about the games either, I just, I wasn't in love with the vibe that was set. I remember liking the second one more. Oh, I, but... I which is the most hated out of the entire franchise, but I love the second one. Second one is so much fun. I don't know. I just, I thought like they had more elements that were more tr- the truer to the game for you know in my opinion but 
Eh, but then after that, I was like, okay, all right. I don't know it. They, I don't know. They, they chose to focus on one thing, and that's what they did. But Ashanti didn't make one... you come back. No. <laughs> See, my days are cool without you. <laughs> no, I, uh, I couldn't. Plus, then I, I heard that you know she sacrificed herself for no reason. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that shit pissed me off. Let's not relive that. Let's just move on. Oh, Lord. Okay. okay. My bad. My bad. My bad. Be thankful. Be thankful. I'm sorry. <laughs> All right. Well, you know, we love talking about food, I guess, because, you know, we love to eat. Well, um, I mean, for the spirit of Thanksgiving, why not? That's what this holiday is about, all right? Yes, it's the like, food. It's about the food, everyone. You know it. <laughs> okay, all right. I'll be respectful, but yeah. So, you know, you you compiled a lovely little list, and uh, I don't know. Well, maybe this will... Like. Yeah, maybe this will inspire you a little bit. So, yeah, we don't have too many Thanksgiving horror films out there, but I thought that we should just reminisce about some of the horrifying scenes that kind of involve food or just any horror scene that just uses food to give you the creeps. So Nate, tell me if you remember any of these scenes here. So one that stands out to me already is from the movie seven, our first of seven uh, deaths surrounding the deadly sins. Our first body that's discovered is the sin of gluttony. And we see this big man who literally passes out and drowns in his own filth and mm. and mm. slop and food. And this man mm. has been eating himself to death. Mm. What a grotesque scene we have there. Now, it may not be Thanksgiving, but again, surrounding food, I think this is one of the biggest ones. Uh, mm. How how vividly do you remember this scene? I mean, I, yeah, like I can see it in my head. I can see like them coming in with the flashlights and discovering him. Uh, yeah, no, I, I I remember it. It's <laughs> and I I kind of think that scene is the longest. You know, they they really take their time with the discovery of the first victim. Yeah, after that. Most of them are, they're a lot faster. Um, it's, yeah, no, it's its pretty graphic. <laughs> yeah, very, very graphic. And it's not like there's blood and guts. It's just, mm, yeah, I don't know. Mm, mm. <laughs> so another one that pops in my head right away is uh, Hannibal. This is the <laughs> follow-up to Silence of the Lambs. And this is yeah. towards the end where our Hannibal Lecter forces Ray Liotta to eat his own brains. This man yeah. managed to cut his head open, reveal the brains, chip pieces of it, and feed yeah. it to him. Yeah. And he's just sort of losing his mind, literally and figuratively, at the same time. And you get to see it all. While, you know, Miss Clarice is sitting at a table watching him do this, I will seriously never understand why this scene went on as long as it did. I would have shot them both dead. Like, he's already done, and we need to catch this fucker. 
I can't remember why she decided to just sit there and just let it all happen, but that movie was weird uh, to begin with. It was. I think she was she was drugged, I think. So oh, she is that was like, what it was? Okay. Yeah, so she was a little woozy. Um I don't so think So she, she woke up like that? Yeah, she woke up like, you know, not completely like she didn't have all of her faculties. She was not herself and she definitely didn't have no gun. Um I don't know if yeah cuz the previous scene like he carries her away so she was just like hanging out but no i remember that shit such good I remember memory when he like slices like the membrane to Ugh. like peel it back no i was like no. wow wow yep that's memorable <laughs> well in addition to like you know, horrifying death scenes involving food. There's also those terrifying sit at the table scenes where you're just sitting there sharing a meal together, but it's disgusting and weird and gross and terrifying. Uh, some scenes that kind of pop up too with that is uh, the dinner scene and Texas Chainsaw Massacre. That was always a very terrifying scene. You see the grandfather just looking mm-hmm. dead as ever but then just burst with life the moment he's fed some fingers yeah yeah that was that was an intense scene for me i think homegirl was sitting in a chair that was made out of bones or something like mm-hmm. i couldn't yeah. i couldn't sit at the head of the table with that family it just it's just man that was a heavy ass scene right there yeah that was a shock i remember yeah when he started like yeah yeah, yeah that was that was gross <laughs> how about um dream child nightmare on oh elm street God. five with miss greta one. that's the one like poor greta i don't uh just first like all, when she comes out of the fridge blah. oh man first of all let's just establish this right now i'm putting my foot down this is like one of the best dream sequences in the entire franchise i think yeah I love the makeup. I love how personal it is because nightmares are meant to scare you based on your own specific fears. And Mm. you're not just put in his boiler room running around. This was literally catered for her. And I just, and it couldn't have happened to the most nicest person ever. So Mm. like this, again, is just one of the best dream sequences. It was funny. It was gross. It was in your face. And it was also terrifying just watching Alice sort of witness it all. Yeah. And I, man, I, I really love this scene, but just being fed your own intestines and guts Ugh. and then the refrigerator with all the food going rotten. And then she just pops out of the side. Yeah. Ooh, all of that was so good. I love that scene. It's so sad. Yeah. I feel bad for her. I, uh, I don't know if I have, I don't think I have body issues. I don't think I do. <laughs> But I I do re- relate to that for some reason. It's it's disturbing. I don't want to go out like that at all. Yeah. Is there one that you can think of that you particularly like? Well, you made me think of the other nightmare. Um, nightmare 4 with the pizza. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That was gross. Uh, Good effect, I, though. I saw that when I was little. I think I was like four years old when I saw that. Not appropriate for a four-year-old. <laughs> and I still like pizza. It's still I my know, favorite right? food. Why am I still eating I, pizza after watching that? 
It's, it shouldn't be, but yeah, I remember just the little faces, and he just like just gets one little sausage, and oh, yeah, that's that's really I don't know what what is my problem. I do not <laughs> like pizza. Oh, but who could forget Michael Rosenbaum being killed by Pop Rocks? If anybody oh. dies off food, Pop Rocks is the way oh. to go, right? Oh. Yeah, <laughs> that was messed up. Uh, from was, urban legend yeah yeah i was like i don't know i mean that second half of urban legends was like you know i was like are we being killed by urban legends are we i guess so symbolic and i mean it's symbolic and i was like well i don't know i mean it's like yeah obviously the drano is definitely the one doing the deed but hey Maybe Drano mixed with Pop Rocks actually does make your intestines burst. We don't know. <laughs> we don't know. <laughs> We're not doing that experiment. Not over here. Oh, but who could forget Scary Movie 2, Chris Elliott, with his right. hand just all over the food and the way he was cutting up the turkey. Like, that right. dinner scene was so funny, but disgusting. So, yeah. so gross. <laughs> That movie's so inappropriate. <laughs> it's just, I remember laughing at the first movie, but the second movie, I just was kind of grossed out the whole time by everything and everyone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The only thing that really popped in my head, and it's not a Thanksgiving movie, but still, it was one of those movies that really got under my skin. The Invitation. And, yeah. you know, say what you want, you know, it's a thriller, it's whatever, but that movie just the whole entire length of that movie i didn't know what was going on i didn't know if they really were a crazy cult or not and then at the very end they turn and somebody has been poisoned and it's real and then the shit really hits the fan in like the last five ten minutes (laughs) and yeah that was really it was a sad death it was more sad um but and it's not, it's not really violent, um, but I think it it's was just, just. Don't sleep on this movie, people. If you haven't seen the invitation, yeah. look it up. It's built on a heavy ass paranoia, which I think yeah. was executed wonderfully because you you do have this protagonist, this lead character that you're kind of experiencing the movie with but it is one of those films where it's like is he crazy or is the shit really going down the way he says it is mm-hmm. and i think the tension that builds up with all of this and just again with the with the politeness of etiquette and you know not wanting uh, to leave a dinner party yeah. and being rude and all that all of that can save your life and it has home dude in it who scares the fuck out of me every time he's in a horror film oh from a. Uh from fargo yeah so um so he you know he was twisty in in Mm -hmm. american horror story he was in gothica playing a fucker oh yeah like he he knows what to fuck to do he knows what he's doing and like him just being there all quiet and then following homegirl out to her car like that that was scary yeah. yeah so you don't sleep on this movie man anybody you guys should watch this for sure um, another one that I'll just in there just just in case people want to see some really wacky shit. Um, <laughs> the oh god, was it called? It's with David High Pierce. I think it's like the host or the dinner host or the dinner party. Do you know what I'm talking oh, about? 
the host. I think it's it, the host. It's the host. So David Hyde Pierce plays a character that you normally would never picture him doing. He aids and abeds a um, uh, a criminal who I think just robbed a bank and used his house as sort of like a way to just avoid the cops and all the drama that's going out. He's trying to settle down, let the smoke clear. But while he's in this house, he picked the wrong one because this guy mm-hmm. throws this annual dinner party with like uh, like four or five guests. But it turns out that these guests are not who they say they are. And it, the shit just hits the fan. And, and David Hyde Pierce just gives this performance that's so crazy. But if you want a movie around Thanksgiving where people are just having a good old time around the dinner table, this is one of them. Hmm. You know, I haven't seen this one. Uh, yeah, it's pretty out it. there. It's pretty out there. David Hyde Pierce does a great job. I've always been curious. I mean, yeah, it's like uh, I've only seen him on Frasier, I think. <laughs> so that's my that's my one my one connection. <laughs> a couple of announcements. You know, we're nearing the end of the year, and we're ramping up for Mariah Carey season. I mean, for Christmas. Um, <laughs> and I thought it would be fun to do a little giveaway. Am oh, I nice. a rich, wealthy man? Am I Daddy Warbucks? No. But I'm going to do it anyway. I just think it would be fun. And while I can already kind of project who's going to win this because he's <laughs> he's our one fan. Thank you so much. <laughs> Um, I'm going to um, do a little contest. Now, I haven't finalized all the details, but, you know, just want everyone to pay attention. And you might, you know, you might win a little swag bag and, you know, a little a little something nice to, you know, keep you warm and toasty. Um, so be on the lookout. You know, I will finish up figuring out exactly how and what I want to do. And, you know, I will pass it through the Rob uh, approval system. The filter. (laughs) The filter. I'm excited. Yeah, no, this is something to look forward to for December. So, yeah, definitely keep a lookout for that. And and then just a random personal announcement. I thought I would just, you know, share with everyone and make myself accountable. Um, I am going to return to the world of acting. I've been out of the game for a long time. You know, the pandemic kind of took a hit. And I always talk about being an actor, but I haven't done anything for a long time. So I have a great love of film, obviously horror films. But that's what I'm going to be doing. That doesn't mean that it will affect anything else in my life. Don't worry, Rob. We're going to keep doing this. Um, Nicole Byer has a whole podcast, and she works all the time. (laughs) (laughs) But, yeah, I just wanted to share that with all of you. Awesome. Good luck with that. I hope some new opportunities come your way. All right, Nate, are you ready to answer today's trivia question? I am so ready. And if I get this wrong, 
I quit life. <laughs> so in Frankenstein 1931, what is the first name of Dr. Frankenstein? It better be Victor. <laughs> Let's see if he's correct. And the answer is no. <laughs> no, there is. I was like, is he going to think I gave him the answer? It is no, not. No, I didn't think you gave me the answer. Okay. I didn't. It is not. God. <laughs> like you said it afterwards. You you talked about the movie Victor. Um, but no, I didn't think you gave me the answer. It's just that's the only name I know. Victor Frankenstein. Uh, <laughs> so, hey, I, I mean, I got this from, I would think, a very reliable source. But you can also fact check me. Uh, and and tell me if I'm wrong, but the answer is Henry. 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 I mean, what's wrong with them? Just it's right there. Just call him Victor. Like, <laughs> might as well named him Curtis. Jesus. So according to IMDb, Victor is the well-known name of, Vic of Frankenstein, Victor Frankenstein. But the leading character of Mary Shelley's book, Dr. Frankenstein, was renamed Henry because it was decided Victor would sound too severe and unfriendly to American audiences at the time. <laughs> so there you oh, have it. Nice try, God. Nate. <laughs> God. Uh, uh, <laughs> good thing I wasn't betting money. Jesus. Right? Yeah, I wouldn't have got that either. I would have most likely said Victor as well. But yeah, this is an interesting little tidbit there. Henry. <laughs> well, we will have another trivia question for you next episode. God. Yeah. And it won't be about Henry. <laughs> We're going to close this out with our lovely bitch, really. And I'm going to use something from Blood Rage because I just watched it. And why the fuck not? I mean, this whole movie start to finish, <laughs> honestly. But um, I digress. So uh, I can't remember her name, but the, the girlfriend of Terry... Terry is the actual evil twin who framed his brother when they were like 10 years old. Brutal. So Todd, the innocent twin, he's escaped from the mental institution and everyone's so kind of calm about it. It's like, yeah, they're like, oh, I wonder if he'll come home, but... They gloss over it pretty quick. The psychiatrist and an orderly, one of her orderlies, show up and they're looking for Todd. And they're out in the woods looking around. And you know, it's like, Todd, Todd, where, come on, Todd. And it's just like, it's just, I, I don't know. I don't know what the motivation was supposed to be. At one point, the girlfriend, we'll call her Jill. That might have even been her name, Jill. That sounds like a good white girl name, Jill. <laughs> And she's looking for Terry, and she comes upon Todd. And, you know, they look slightly different. Todd has, like, wet, matted hair, and Terry, he's got some sort of, like, Farrah Fawcett thing going on. Um, 
Jill decides to tell Terry, she's like, you know, we haven't seen each other. And well, I want you to make love to me. And Todd, he doesn't have social skills. He's been away from people, but he's like, oh, um, I'm actually, I think he admits to her. <laughs> I just watched this, but he's like, oh, I'm actually, I'm, I'm Todd. And she's like, oh, oh, you're Todd. Oh my God. Oh, but she's not freaking out. You know, it's like this person brutally murdered somebody. It's like, she's not freaking out at all. She's not really freaking out. And he's like, I've never kissed a girl. And she's like, oh, well, you know, you, you good luck with that. You, you should, you should kiss someone sometime. And she runs away. <laughs> but <sighs> bitch, really, I, I just, the, the conversation just keeps going for way too long. Once she finds out it's him. She's just like she keeps talking to him. She doesn't like run away. She does she doesn't even like react that much. She's just she's just like more embarrassed that she said all of these things to the wrong person. But nobody's worried in this film. <laughs> nobody's worried until they're dead. It's very quick. You know, like they all are just wandering around and like he kills them real quick. Terry kills them all real quick. It's just like there's no no time to think. But nobody's worried. Nobody's worried. Like just just going about their business. Like I Mm-mm. Mm-mm. It yeah, fit right with me. Lie or not, if I had found out that not only am I staring in the face of a serial killer, but or not serial killer, but a murderer, but then also that he escaped and nobody knew about it. Yeah, I would be freaking out. And I met you in the woods. Like, yeah. no, no, thanks. No, thanks. Like, I would not. We would not be having a conversation. I'm alone. Like, there's nobody else around. I'm alone. So, yeah, I, I call bullshit. <laughs> well, that was a good one, and I'm sure that movie has plenty more from that, but that was a good one to pick from. <laughs> operator, operator, please, please, oh, please, operator. Like that mom, just out of control. <laughs> Too funny. Well, that's going to do it for us, kids. Um, don't gorge yourself on Thanksgiving dinner like poor Greta and you know also think about the other aspects of the holiday and you know try to be thankful and you know if you're feeling really adventurous also think about the original aspects of the holiday and um there really wasn't like some sort of beautiful dinner between the pilgrims and the Native Americans it was it's all a lie but I'll stop being a Debbie Downer now and wish you all a happy holiday season. And to those who may have chosen not to celebrate it, enjoy your day. And thank you for yeah. listening to us. And we'll be back in December. We sure will. Catch you next time on Bitch I Ain't Scared.